Welcome to episode 498 of Salcedo Paranormal, and tonight I am sharing true paranormal stories from the web. As always, you can find all episodes of the show along with links to social media and other ways to contact me at the podcast page, and that is salcedoparanormal.podbean.com. That's S-A-L-S-I-D-O, paranormal.podbean.com. Always happy to hear from you all, whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences, whether they're your own or from others that you trust. Happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them. Thank you all for listening, whether you are here for the streams on Discord or if you listen on the podcast or YouTube feeds or on the Trouble Minds Radio Network, KUAP Digital Broadcasting. There you can hear replays of two episodes of the show every night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, right before Trouble Minds Radio comes on. As always, I want to thank Michael Strange, host of Trouble Minds Radio, as well as Liam Martin, host of the Exile Minds podcast, for producing the shows and putting putting them up on the station as you hear them there with all the music and everything. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, there are some different ways to do that. You can always share the show with others and rate and review it on your podcast platform of choice. Also, I have some paranormal fiction and nonfiction books you can check out on Amazon. And I have a Patreon page you can also check out. There's a, uh, one episode there right now, and there will be more um, probably starting in November. Uh, and that's available to any membership tier level there. And that's just another way to support the show. Also, I do have, uh, if you'd like to make one-time donations through PayPal or Venmo, you can do that as well. Uh, Help is never expected, but always appreciated, especially right now as I'm preparing to head to the Mid-Michigan Paracon this November 4th and 5th. Uh, So that's like two and a half weeks away. Uh, That's um, going there for the Mid-Michigan Paracon, and that is in um, the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan, and I'll be there for the weekend and uh, making audio recordings of myself and anyone else that wants to join me, talking about all things paranormal and uh, whether it's just uh, thoughts on what it all is and and or um, experiences people have had. So, And then I'll bring those recordings back and uh, share them on shows. So that's the plan for that. And um, looking forward to that as well. Like I said, not too far away now. So... I think that covers basically everything. Uh, Looking forward to the rest of this week's shows, especially Wednesday. That's going to be episode 500, so really really excited to to be reaching that point in the show already. But I think that covers everything, so let me get on to these stories here. And uh, so let's see here. This first one says... um, Okay, there it is. It says, I live in a house owned by my best friend's parents. I have known the family since high school. My best friend's family had a cat that passed away at 18 plus years old. While dog sitting in the house, I heard the sounds of a cat jumping on the kitchen counter and tiny footsteps on wood floors. As I listened to these sounds, I saw a marker, I'm guessing you mean like a magic marker, the drawing, uh, being pushed off the counter 
by an unseen force. Later, I told my best friend's family that it might be their old cat's spirit still present. I don't feel any negative energy, only a calm presence. I still house sit while the family is away, and I still hear small footsteps. Excuse me. And it says, recently while doing this, I spoke out to the cat by its name and assured it that I was just taking care of things. At that point, the sound stopped for good. The house was built in 1920, and there is a sense that the only spiritual energy in the house is the presence of the cat, which is fine by me. And that's where the story ends. Really is amazing that um, the writer was sort of able to just pick up on what it, what it was what was going on there, in addition to just the way everything sounded. Um, I do think different animals can have different ways of walking and moving. I've seen that and I've heard that. Um, but uh, also I think maybe they were just picking up on it. Again, not in a way that we pick up on things with our regular senses, but in some other way. And then I think it's telling that once the writer there said hello to this cat, uh, everything stopped. Now, whether that was just the cat wanting to be acknowledged, which I could see that because it's a cat thing to do, or because the cat was also, again, sort of guarding the place and making sure that the writer was really okay. Um, I could see that as well, or both. But then once the writer sort of said, hey, I'm just here watching the house for you, basically your family, everything stopped. So that really is amazing. That to me, um, I think is another, is a major in indication that maybe it is exactly what the writer thinks it is as well. It's the spirit of this cat. So who knows for sure, but um, especially if nothing else happened after that, then I would say that seems like a, a good possibility there. And I love that story in a way because you have, of course, I'm sure most everyone has seen different things online about, and I know if they've had cats, they know that they do like to just go and and cause minimal, um, minor to sometimes major chaos by pushing things off of off of things, basically. And uh, at least in this case, it was nothing major. It wasn't anything that was going to break or hurt anyone so that's a good thing but um yeah so a really neat story there and uh and i'm glad everything sort of worked out there in the end so getting back to the stories here uh, let's see here this next one says my grandma passed away in 1980 before i met my wife and got married in 1988 during the first visit back home with my new wife, we slept in one of the back bedrooms at my mom's house, where my grandma used to live. In a town in Texas with hot weather, we left the bedroom and back door open with the screen door locked for fresh desert air. While lying in bed, I heard shuffling footsteps on the linoleum floor in the hallway, starting at the end 
and stopping right outside my open bedroom door. I felt as though someone sat on the bed near my feet, <clears throat> excuse me, causing the mattress to sink and my legs to roll towards the edge. Frightened, I kept my eyes closed and moved closer to my wife and eventually fell asleep. Later, I came to accept that my gift, in quotation marks there, might have allowed my deceased grandmother to visit and check out my new wife. Now I think that my grandma was merely curious and meant no harm. And that's where the story ends. So it could just be that they were coming, coming to sort of check and see what was going on, maybe even just with the house itself. Uh, maybe they recognize the, of course, their, if it's this grandmother, maybe they recognize their daughter and then their, their grandson, but then depending on how time works, wherever they're at, or how, however they, whatever existence is like for them, maybe they were surprised to see that the, the person had a wife, that the writer had a wife there and everything. But, um, but also it could have been, they could have been completely aware and just wanted to say hi or just wanting to, to, again, like the writer suggests, check everything out and see sort of what they feel. Maybe even it didn't have to be anything like a conversation. It just had to be a sort of a sense that they got from the wife um, while they were there. I mean, if we can sense, um, there are times where we can sense different energies and our spirits around. Why can't they sort of pick up on things about people in wherever they're at or however they work? So, uh, really uh, neat story there. And um, I'm just wondering now if there is ever any other activity in that house before or after. Because if not, then that really is amazing. That sort of, to me, would, would indicate that it was maybe the grandma. So, <coughs> excuse me, neat story there. And uh, let me see. Let's check out everything over here again. All right. So let me move on to the next story here. And uh, let's see. Okay. This one says, My best friend and I witnessed a strange event where we saw a human figure shapeshift into a black cat. We were sober. And the, the event happened in the direct headlights of the car we were in, ruling out explanations related to light. I experienced chills, and we felt we were not meant to witness whatever it was. My best friend is scared and refuses to discuss the event, seeming to want to forget, uh, forget this event. Has anyone else seen anything like this? And that's where the story ends. That image is quite the, um, the just the mental image that makes is really amazing. I, I don't know if I've heard, I've heard it suggested that there are shapeshifters out there, of course. But I don't know, that really is wild that, um, that the, these people saw this figure. I'm wondering if they just saw the silhouette of it. If it was, if it was in headlights, hard to say. But, um, and then I wonder about the cat when they saw the cat. Was it more shadow than solid? If it was in headlights, I wonder how easy or how hard it would be to tell the difference there. 
and then if it ran off, I don't know. Um, I think it's hard to tell with that one. But I'm glad that the, that the writer there had another witness with them. That's a good thing. Even if they don't want to talk about it now, I understand that as well. Um, but the uh, that shape-shifting ability, and I've heard of people who have seen sort of the before and after. I've heard of stories. I feel like I've heard more stories of people seeing the before and after of the change versus um, seeing the actual change. Like, I don't feel like I've heard too many stories of people that have seen the, tra the, the change happen. So that feels like a rare thing to me. Not that I doubt the people that say they've had experiences where they've seen sort of one thing one moment and then they looked away and then looked back in the next moment and then it's something different. I don't doubt that that could still be the same thing that's changing shape or at least changing appearance in the perception of the people there. But um, for that, for them to see the actual process, whatever that process is, is uh, I feel like based on all the stories I've read and heard, I haven't uh, come across that too much. So I'm wondering what kind of area they were in, if they were in um, near woods at all, uh, forest, I don't know. But uh, Big Dark Cat, I mean, there are stories about those kinds of things uh, all around just a lot of places. I'm wondering if that was in the UK. I've heard of these um, large cats being seen in the UK when they're not supposed to be there. Maybe the reason why they're there is because they can change shape and they're not always cats. That's quite the idea there. Even if it's not there, if it's anywhere, maybe that's why some of these things aren't found. Uh, maybe it's not always a case of whatever's out there uh, moving between dimensions, it's more a case of them changing shape. And people that see them don't always know what they're looking at. But also that sense of the writer and their friend had of, of that we shouldn't have seen this. I wonder if that was a sense that they got uh, from themselves, from their own sort of percep perceptions of the thing. Or if it was something that um, that was sent by this, whatever this was. Uh, I don't know either way for sure, but um, I think those are options. So really amazing story there. Like I said, I haven't come across too many like that. But uh, moving on to the next story here. Let's see here. This one says... A few weeks ago, during a rainy night, I was walking along a deserted road in dense darkness with only faint moonlight. While walking, I saw an extraordinary thing. A ghostly woman appeared in the middle of the road, dressed in a Victorian nightgown. The woman had a pale face and an enigmatic smile, like the Mona Lisa's painting. And she gazed directly at me. This sight left me frozen with a mix of fear and curiosity. 
and my heart raced. The ghostly woman then began to hover a few inches above the ground, moving as if gliding over water, despite the absence of water. Before I could fully grasp the situation, uh, the, okay, there we go. The ethereal figure vanished, leaving me alone on the road, filled with astonishment and fear. Has anyone else had similar experiences? This event remains vivid in, in my memory. And that's where the story ends. Um, I'm guessing, although I don't know for sure, but it sounds like almost like the woman, like a woman in white sighting. I'm really curious as to whether or not it was a figure wearing white clothes. I don't know, but um, it wouldn't surprise me either if it was. And uh, I wonder what the deal is with it seeming to move up in the air. I wonder if there was something there in a different time period like a bump in the road or or maybe there was a hill there that got removed at some point to make the road and this figure was more of a residual image uh and so they were they were moving over something that was there for them or at least when they were around and their consciousness was around but since this was just a residual image of some kind the whatever was there may not be there anymore, and that's why it looked like she was hovering. Um, I could see that for sure, but uh, beyond that, I don't know. But it's amazing how many of these kinds of stories, how common this is. So, um, so yeah, really neat story there. But uh, let's see here. Guess I'll move on to the next story here. Since uh, really that one is, like I said, I've kind of gone over everything I could think of with that one as far as anything different. So let me see here. This one says, I teach kindergarten in a 100-year-old building. It's on the National Register of Historic Places. The classroom is on the second floor of four floors, but the top floor is in disrepair. So that one is not used at all. A few odd things have happened here and there. The auto flushing toilet has been activated when no one is around. Objects fall from shelves when they shouldn't. Lights will flicker here and there. At first, I assumed the strange events were due to the old building's uh, condition. Recently, I sent a questionnaire to parents before parent-teacher conferences. I asked about friends their children talked about at home. Seven of the 20 children mentioned a friend named A, and of course I just used the initial there, but there is no actual student with that name in the school. So I asked the children about this child and they described a quiet boy who often sat on the stool by the bookshelf. At first, I thought that these children had just chosen the same name for their own imaginary friends. 
But during a classroom cleanup the other day, a child asked me to put the stool back by the bookshelf because A wants to look out the window while he reads stories. And that's the end of that story. So sounds like maybe there is this uh I wonder if it is sort of a tulpa, if it's an imaginary friend that several of the kids have sort of made without realizing it at first, but then their thoughts combine somehow to make this apparition, but that's only visible to them. Or if it is really the spirit of someone or some entity that looks like a spirit of a boy um, that likes that room for whatever reason. It doesn't sound like they're causing all kinds of chaos. The various objects sort of being manipulated there in the school. Uh, that is odd, but it almost sounds like it, some, some, some of the things maybe, um, at least with the, the toilet, the auto-flushing toilet, and then the, uh, the objects on shelves uh, falling, those sound like things that maybe a playful or mischievous kid might do. Or even just an interested kid, especially with the the toilet having that more modern automation system attached to it. I wonder if the kid was just checking out, uh, checking it out to see what it was. So I don't know, but um, that really is amazing. And then have to have that sort of uh, message delivered to the teacher by the students in this class. That really is amazing as well. And, uh, I don't know. It's It seems like there's something going on there. So really neat story there. And I wonder, it'd be amazing to sort of keep an eye on that room and that, that, um, that part of the school to see over the years. And this is just hypothetical. This is just something I'd want to do. I would love to sort of keep track of that classroom and see if over the years different kids who are in that room, uh, at least a small part of the, 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 the small number of the kids in the class have similar experiences, but then have no idea that previous kids have had similar experiences. I'd be curious, in other words, if this, um, this boy, uh, or what appears to be a boy, is always there uh, did it ever move on? I would hope that it would move on if it was a sort of a regular human spirit. But then, again, as I always say, I sometimes I wonder about the afterlife. And, of course, we always hear all kinds of things, and I don't know anything for sure. But uh, if you think about places where people like to be, uh, why can't they go back there once they've passed? Obviously, if it's a boy, it's sad that they passed when they were a child, but once they're there, once they're in that sort of other world, maybe that classroom is where they have their some of their best memories. And that's why they're there. So it's hard to know for sure what's going on with any of that. But the messages and then the uh, the common sort of the, the, these different... And I wonder, now I'm wondering, and this is sort of a... Um, this could go either way as, as sort of a skeptical or a non-skeptical question here do these seven kids are they close with each other as well as this uh apparition 
because if they're not, but they're all still having these experiences, then that's amazing as well. But that's all the time we have for tonight. Thank you all for listening. And I will talk to you all on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care.